Hey everyone, this is Jason. Welcome to the Leading and Serving Podcast. Glad you tuned in today. We're going to continue our series on how we deal with the curveballs of business by checking out one more archive episode where we talk about the power of discovering and defining your why. So take a listen and we'll see you next week. This morning, we are going to be talking about finding your why mm-hmm. and how that, you know, how that converts into basically your mission, kind of your, your overarching drive, right? Right. right. What's your passion? Where are you going? You know, and your stuff purpose, like that. Passion, so, all those. Yeah. 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 So we're going to be kind so of diving into that. I do want to say though, you know, I want to start off right off the bat with something like what we need to recognize is so many people have come at it with this level. And I think at some level, even when I started, it was like, so what's your why? And my why was, I wasn't sure what my why was to begin with, but then I've heard multiple people say, oh, well, I need to make more money or I want to make a million dollars or I want to be rich or I want to be, and always ties to the financial side. And I, and I would say that your why does have a financial aspect to it. Sure. But I would say most times than not, it's also deeper than that. Would you say? Well, yeah, because I, I think we've mentioned this on previous episodes for sure of, you know, financial goals are great. Right. But in the end, that being your ultimate bottom, I mean, like that is your ultimate driver of success is right. a financial goal. Right. What happens when you hit it? Right. Is, is there exactly, another? Like, you know? what, do you just shift it? Do you like add the, another financial goal to the six, to the mix? And I don't know that, I think when you get there and you hit that financial goal, then you kind of feel like this little emptiness or this little sh- struggle to move forward and trying to figure out how to, what to do next. Right. 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 So it's got to be, you're not, I, and I think I mentioned this before in another podcast, like the goal is not to go out and destroy another company. The goal right. is not to go out and make so much money that you're got money flowing out of your pocket and you just don't know what to do with it. Exactly. The goal can't be stuff like that where just making sure that it's, yes, it's got to be somewhat tangible, Mm -hmm. but no, it needs to be something not just financial. It needs to be something deeper. And the fine, like I said, the financial side can be part of it. Don't get me wrong. There's, there's going to be financial goals to make sure you can hate your measurements and on growing your business, right? Right. Because right. at some level that's, in some businesses, that's all you can do is bank on those numbers and and measure from that. Right. But losing sight of just being money, I don't think is the answer for the why. Right. Right. And that's, and that's why we started the podcast, Leading and Serving. Right. That, that in the end, money, power, control, status, popularity, any of those things are empty drivers in the end. They are. They and, truly are. You know, you can strive after them for a time, but when it, you know, what our belief is that when it comes down to it, those things fade, those things are empty. They don't, right. they don't bring the true fulfillment that we truly want in life. Right. And so by serving others and fighting for the highest good of others, then we are truly leaning into things that matter. Right. You know. So now that we've got the empty things out there, just to make, because I wanted to clarify that, you know, yeah. now that we got the empty things out there that we know. From And I don't know if you know this or not, but I'm sure there's other business owners that you know that have shot for those things and may be in a little bit of a struggle because of it. Right, right. Because right. they were successful and then they ran into these right. problems. And we've talked about how money is a tool. It's a vehicle. It's Totally. It's, it, it enables us to have the impact that we truly want. Right. You know. It um, is. Totally agree with that. 
Yeah. So now that we've got the empty things that we potentially could see as being a problem, now let's dive into the why. Let's right. dive into, okay, what what drives you as a person? What makes you happy? What responsibilities do you have on your plate that you need to satisfy? Mm -hmm. What, why do you do what you enjoy doing? Right. Those kind of things. And I think on some level it, it intersects with the problem you see in culture and society and people, mm -hmm. and you have a product or service that you feel is the solution to that problem or need. Right. And so your why is, is kind of born in that intersection. Mm -hmm. And some of that's going to be, you know, I, I think there's a couple different levels that, you know, we've talked about the hobbyist that turns entrepreneur and their hobby becomes their, you know, it's their passion, but it also becomes their paycheck. Right. You know, and so the why for that type of entrepreneur that's, you know, I absolutely love woodworking. Mm -hmm. I would do that, you know, 25 hours a day. <laughs> right. And if I could get paid doing it, all the better. Right. You know, and so your why flows out of a passion for for your, your craftsmanship, right? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, or there's, you know, I think there's the people who, you know, entrepreneurs who see a, maybe see a common good mm -hmm. that, you know, I can, I can provide this, this solution to our community through, you know, to our customers through this product or service and making that product or service isn't quite like the hobbyist, right? right? right. You know, I, you know, let, let's stay on the, you know, the idea of craftsmanship, right? Mm -hmm. You know, I can, you know, I can finish basements. Mm -hmm. I can, I can build staircases. I can, you know, put decks on houses. I can do, you know, I can re-roof a home, but, you know, while I enjoy that handiwork, right. my passion is that I am helping people, you know, achieve their dreams. Right. I'm helping people, you know, guard their investments and grow their investment in their home or their right. business, you know, or whatever that might be that. Or fix a problem in their leaky roof. Yeah. Like, I mean, just it's. Yeah. I help people in that moment of levels. crisis. Right. You know. And so, you know, I, I think that's another layer of people that, you know, your, your why behind what you do isn't as closely tied to your product or service. Right. Does that make sense? Yes. And, you know, I was talking to a, a mom this weekend who was talking about her voice. And, you know, in trying to encourage our kids, we're trying to look for these things that drive them. Because at some level, some of this is almost borderline innate, right? Some of this is as you grow up, you realize there's things about your life that you just enjoy. Like you said, hey, what if I could do woodworking 24 hours, 25 hours a day? Mm -hmm. Oh, and by the way, I want to pay you for it. Like, and you're like, wait, I can get paid to do this? Right. Right. You know, right. at some level, like, and, and it's not just a hobby. Then it turns into this thing where your child has, or well, for her, like I was talking to her about her boys and my kids as well. Like in, in my kids' growing up years, like I'm recognizing things that they enjoy doing just because they enjoy doing it. Not, not yeah. because they're trying to make a money, not because they're trying to find their next job, mm -hmm. but because they just enjoy doing it and they enjoy, my one daughter enjoys babysitting. I know the lady, the mom I was talking with, her boys are, some of them, one of them's more hands-on. Mm -hmm. And so recognizing those gifts and things that are going on in the kids' life, as I think is is very instrumental as well as when we get older, trying to understand our own life and trying to understand the things that we enjoy, those gifts, those things that run right. almost borderline innate right. that are giving us. And I wish somebody, I guess I'm passionate about this because somewhat, because I wish somebody would have helped me understand when, when you ask the question, why it's not that simple. 
like, I need you to sit down and right. think about this for a minute because right. this is things that are running through your life and are at some level, they're almost a, a common thread that goes through your life. Right. You just didn't realize it. I mean, how many times have you gone through life and done a job just because we needed, you needed a paycheck? I mean, right. it's, right. And, and don't get me wrong. We all have to do that at some times. But when you get in and you think about starting a business where you're making a very conscientious decision to start and help other people or do something for other people, you need to recognize the things about yourself at some level prior to that right. conversation. Right. right. Yeah. I, I heard it expressed, you know, the Venn diagrams that mm -hmm. have multiple circles and then they overlap, right? Right. That, you know, finding that core passion in our life, that core purpose mm -hmm. is outlined through four, four areas. Mm -hmm. One is what do people need? Right. And if they're willing to pay for it, that, that can be a vocation. That can be a job. That can be a career. People need it. I can do it. Done. Right. right? Are you good at it? Mm -hmm. That's the fourth thing. Do people need it? Can you pay for it? Can you, you know, are they willing to pay for it? And, you know, and then are, are you really good at it? Right. You know, do you have a, a skill level and excellence, you know? And, and then the fourth area is, is it something that you love? Yeah. You know, that you love doing kind of like the hobbyist, you know, right. I just absolutely love doing this, but right. if people aren't willing to pay for it, right. then, then it might just be a hobby. It might just stay a hobby. <laughs> you right. Know? Or, or, you know, like I, I've, I've always wanted to take more classes in like drawing and painting. Mm -hmm. I, I, I just think that'd be peaceful. And I, I love sketching when I get a chance to do it, but I don't right. take the time and right. blah, blah, blah. But I don't think I'm good at it. Mm -hmm. And so people still aren't, you know, I might love it. Right. People might be willing to pay for a really nice painting. Right. I don't know that I'm good enough to get paid for that. You right. Know? <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, you know, and, and so as a, as a new potential business owner, right. You're, you're balancing, trying to balance other, whether is this my hobby or is this my, my, right. my future gig. Right. And if you can find the convergence of all four of those. Right. This is something that people need. We didn't say this was going to be easy, did we? No, <laughs> no. This is something people need. That's right. the first. Something that I'm good at, mm -hmm. people are willing to pay for, yeah. and I love doing it. Mm -hmm. If you can find a convergence of all four of those, you're in your sweet spot. Right. You're like in the center of your influence, of your skill, of your profession, of your, right. you know, that, you know, if you can find that, man, that is, that and is a powerful why for you. I would take on, you know, add another aspect to that, which is sometimes the people around you can see that better than you can. That's true. Ask those questions to the people you trust. That's true. You know, ask them, go, Hey, you've seen what I do what, or, mm -hmm. or what I do. You know, right. you know me, have known me long enough. You know what I'm capable of. I mean, even a spouse, like I know that my wife, many times I've had to ask her, Hey, what do you think about this idea? I'm mm -hmm. always hesitant to ask it because I don't know if I want the answer. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> but I also know that at any point she'll be completely honest with me and tell me what, Hey, and I mean, same with you. Like I've can I've asked you many questions as well that I've got, hey, Jason, what do you think of this? And sometimes yeah. I've gotten to a point now where that question is no longer scary. I just need the answer, if that makes sense. Yeah. So when you first yeah. start with those questions, sometimes they feel uncomfortable. You might not sure you want the answer. Right. But then you get to the point where you're like, I need the answer because I also know that that's going to pour into what's going to shape my why or why, you know, if, yeah. if Cause you, cause sometimes I don't always know myself as well as I think I do. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Now, so knowing your why, you know, in, in, you know, in corporate, 
language right. boils down to your mission statement. It does. Right. You know, and so, you know, we have this, this perception that mission statements should, you should gain ultimate clarity on it. You should set mm-hmm. it. And then, you know, it should drive forever. Right. 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 <laughs> and I've heard one description of a mission statement really should be a, a, a bringing together of what you do and why you do it. Hmm. So I do, I do X because Y. Huh. And I think one of the things that we need to be willing to do as entrepreneurs and, and business leaders and such is our, our what can change. Mm-hmm. You know, that my, my why is, is consistent. You know, I want to... I want to provide for my family right? and I want to impact others so that they are better, you know, whatever that might be. Right. You know, I'm, what's, I'm not clear on mine, right. <laughs> you know, well, I've got, I mean, I've I got a bunch about... of different irons in the fire right? and I'm trying to figure out, do I have this overarching, you know, why that connects yep. all of the different pursuits I'm in right? or do I have individual ones for each one, you know? And so. At the bottom, I think I think our why really is consistent. Hmm. It's what we do that changes, right? You know That's that that call. I I do this in this environment because of the same core reason, and right. I do this in this environment because of the same core reason. You know, so your why for each one of your businesses needed to reflect that core. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's gotta it's gotta involve that. Yeah. For you. And my core has something to do along the lines of, well, kind of like. Is it the reverse? The reverse of when you go camping in the mountains? Yeah. You know, it's leave no trace. Yes. Or, you know, you stay at a friend's house and it's like, I want to leave it better than I found it. Found it. Yep. Kind of thing. Yep. That's kind of, I think that's kind of part of my core is whatever interaction I have with people, I want them to walk away feeling like there's some type of measured improvement in their life mm-hmm. because of their interaction with me. Right. And I hope to... I hope to make people's lives better. See, I'm still trying to figure out the language. Yeah, no, that's good. Uh, You know, whether that's related to coaching or whether that's relating to pastoring or starting a new nonprofit or, you know. Or even this podcast. Yeah. I mean, I served at Red Robin for four and a half years. I think that was still my core was, you know, we're doing this through food and, you know, I hope you tip me well, sure. Yep. But, uh, you know, I want you to walk out of this place feeling like you had a good experience in your life Mm -hmm. was, you know. Maybe momentarily because of a restaurant, but yeah, improved, you know. Well, and I think that for Stillwater, we have all that stuff lined out. We mm-hmm. we went through a process and came up with it. And I also think that for those that can come up with it, yeah, it might it might not be right right away, right? Right. If you're right. starting from completely clean slate, recognize that you might be it, it might be a there might be a change or two, but more than yeah. likely the basics are going to be there at some level. And I think at some point once you've figured out what that is. It's easier to say no, which is kind of a funny thing because you get to a point where at some point you're going to want to say, hey, you know what? That's not really quite in our wheelhouse. And we just, we're just mm-hmm. not sure. We don't, we don't think we want to do that. Right. And at that point is a, a kind of very freeing setup when you've recognized, hey, I don't want to do that because it's just not what we're fit for. And that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. So I love that, uh, that it, it is. I don't enjoy that it's hard to come up with. Don't get me wrong. But I think it is once you you get there and recognize it for what it is, then it's also freeing it moving forward. I mean, like for Stillwater, I mean, if if we just kind of take some of what we do and put it in the spotlight, if you don't mind. Mm -hmm. No, no. (laughs) You know, for Stillwater, you could say, you know, your mission is, you know, we make the most beautiful decks, basements, and bathrooms. Yeah. You know, that could, that could be 
that could be a mission statement. Right. But that's really just kind of what you do. Right. Why do you do it? Right. You know, why do we partner with families? And I like what, what y'all kind of boiled down to was, you know, thinking about the journey of the customer mm-hmm. and, you know, home renovations and things like that, what that means emotionally, right? what that means, you know, to the disruption of the home during that time. Right. And, you know, you guys came up with the line of, you know, we take the chaos out of your home renovations. Right. We're, we're your partners. We're, we come alongside you and, mm-hmm. and, you know, this isn't a us versus you. This is a, how can we serve you? How can we make this right. better for you? And, and and we also, in that process, we recognize that we were walking into people's sanctuary or their home, their, their yeah. sacred spot where, yeah. you know, the last thing we want them to feel is, is the chaos, you know, in the midst of trying right. to change some things up. And don't get me wrong, construction's is somewhat chaotic sometimes in the fact that changes have to be made. And, but if right. we can minimize that mm-hmm. and be able to, you know, best get them through that as much as, as easy as possible, even knowing yeah. that construction is what it is. Yeah. It's, yeah. That's our goal. That's our, that's our mission. That's our, that's our, our happy place. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And I mean, some of the, I think if we can guard ourselves against having a mission statement that is just purely what we do. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, like some of the greatest companies, I mean, who have done brilliant at marketing and having a solid mission, like, for example, Nike, mm-hmm. you know, they're, of course, their tagline, their slogan is just do, just it. do it. Right. right. You know, mm-hmm. that's, but that slat, that that's tagline right. is born in their mission statement, which mm-hmm. is not, we make the best shoes in the world. Right. You know, we make more shoes than anybody else. Right. You know, their mission statement is to bring innovation and inspiration to athletes all over the world. That's cool. I mean, that's, you know, it, their vehicle is their product. Right. Their vehicle is what they do. Yes. And, you know, I mean, Nike, I mean, did they start with just shoes? Was that their first product? I don't know. You're probably speaking into my area. I don't, I don't know. know the answer to I don't know. But my point, my point is, whatever their first was, their what has changed over the years. Mm-hmm. They've they've done you know they've always had a core you know shoe line but right. they've tried clothing they've, they're in the socks they're in the shoes they're in the pants well, they've clothes. they're starting equipment like, you know oh, are the they golf really? clubs the soccer balls the, oh that's true you know yes. I mean they're they're doing you know they've they've gradually increased their what right that if their what was we're just gonna make the best shoes on the planet right then twenty years later somebody goes hey we can make golf clubs too right no we can't. Right. You know, <laughs> and so they're yeah. the innovation and inspiration is their why, mm-hmm. you know, why, why do we make the best shoe on the planet? Yeah. So that we can inspire athletes. Just to think that they started, I'm mean, like, if they didn't start out with shoes, but say they had to start out with one product, like it's amazing how big that company has probably gotten since the right. beginning of time to this point and right. where they're implementing. What and we see doing. all the success. Yeah, how many product launches were fails along the way? Right. I'd be curious. I wonder if there's articles written on that. That That's a good question. If you're listening and you know these things, hook us up. Yeah, please, (laughs) please do. Because you know, clearly we're just shooting in the dark on this. Right. You know, we're good. (laughs) This is okay. But Um, it's good to see the you know the thought process behind it. That's a good idea. But I mean, even you know, if we go back to well, I mean, every business owner, right? Every business owner probably started something that didn't fail, that failed, and had to learn through something. Uh, you know, with, yeah, that. I tell people all the time, like if you fail at something, it, yes, it probably came at a cost, right? Yeah. yeah. But so does school. So does college. So does, so does most everything in life. Mm-hmm. What are you taking away from it? Like, did you pay, did you, are you going to go back and pay that, that, that bill again? Or have you learned enough from it? 
that you're not going to go back and do that again and just try to grow from it. Right. So, right. Yes. So yeah. So tangent. I mean, it's okay. So it's okay to kind of let our what vary mm-hmm. and we experiment and try things, but it should always be linked to our why. Mm-hmm. And like you said, I think that helps us say no. Right. You know, I think it helps us, you know, I keep that clarity. Yeah. That even, you know, I mean, like when COVID hit, right. You know, and, you know, as a church, we've got a, a pretty solid why statement, right? Right. right. <laughs> you know, it's from the Bible and Jesus said it. And so we kind of stick to it. <laughs> you know, we don't get a lot of innovation around that because, right. you know, it's kind of Jesus, right? <laughs> right. But when COVID hit, all of these pressures, all of these thoughts, all of, well, now we got to shift online. Now we got to do this. We got to do that. We got to, you know, all of these things kind of boiiled up of our what was thrown out the window. Right. You know, That's how exactly we were right. doing our mission was thrown out the window. And it was amazing how many times we're, you know, we're trying to funnel, you know, we started with 20 ideas and it was 15, then we're down to eight. And now we're down to the last three ideas going, which one do we do? Which one do we focus on? And then we think about our why. Mm-hmm. And then we think about, you know, even beyond that, our our core values right. of saying that when we do this, we we want to make sure we incorporate these core values. Right. We just kind of, there were a couple of times we just went, oh, we already decided this is how we were going to do things. Right. Why did we spend all this time? <laughs> you know? Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we could do option B and C, but clearly A is the one that aligns with our mission and our values. Mm. So we're going to do A. Nice. And we spent a lot of time circling a drain that we didn't right. need to circle. You know? <laughs> wow. And so when we have clarity around these things, it can help us when... Mm-hmm. When these disruptions come, right. you know, not uh, hopefully we're, we're done with worldwide pandemic type right, stuff, right, right. but, you know, a war in Ukraine right. that affects our, you know, the economy or, you know, gas prices or this or that. We can fall back on our why and, you know, why we why, why are we doing this? And if right. it doesn't align with that, don't do it. All the more reason why you need to make sure that you have it, right? So, yeah. Uh, so that you can use it as a place to bounce things off of. Right. So that you're not spinning in the drain. Huge. Uh, uh, that is a huge, I know that's probably insight I've gotten in the past, but it's definitely great. Yeah. Follow up. Yeah. So how do we, how do we narrow things down? Since we're talking about sport circle in the drain, right? Right. <laughs> well, you know, when it comes down to that, why of, you know, at the end of the day, this really is kind of my unmovable rock. Right. I heard is is a fellow can't think of the right word guide with Giant um, that I'm a part of. He uses an exercise called 25 and 25. Okay. That there's some research, I guess. I haven't another thing I haven't looked into deeply, but he said you know there's some research that our brains can really focus on a task deeply mm-hmm. for about 25 minutes, and really? then we need just a quick, you know, maybe it's just a, a quick breather. You know, we stand up, walk around the office, and then come back and focus again, or you yeah. know, take a walk around outside or whatever. But he said for 25 minutes. We can set our phone away. Mm-hmm. We can close our laptop screens. Right. <laughs> and he said, you know, grab a piece of paper and a pen because there's something about the analog connection that just helps helps this moment. Really? You know, don't do it on a screen. Don't do it on your phone. So piece of paper and, you know, and a pen or pencil. Yep. And in 25 minutes, write down 25 words, phrases, things that, that communicate your why. Hmm. And you're not wordsmithing. You're not trying to... You know, make sure you get all the bases covered. Just let it flow. Right. You know, and set a timer, 25 minutes, write down 25 things. Huh. Three words, five words, seven words, eight words, whatever it takes, you know, to get this cross of like, you know, 
you know, going back to what we were saying about Stillwater earlier of, you know, this is, this is a family sanctuary. I mm-hmm. want to treat it with respect. Right. You know, just write things down like that. Just brainstorm 25 things in 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then when the 25 minutes is over, do your little stretch. Right. <laughs> Get up and do your thing. And then, then come back and start looking for ways to narrow that down. Yeah. Look for common threads. Mm-hmm. You know, you might have 15 of those 25 that have a very similar common thread. And you're like, right. I'm seeing it now. Right. You know, and it's uh, funny you should bring this up because like at some level we did this with a Micah, with a coach that we were using. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. Sim- similar thing where we all sat in a room, all the people that were, you know, able to speak into this. Yeah. For you as the for, leadership team talking for, about the entire business. Right. Yeah. And then we came up with a list and we just, mm-hmm. Hey, what, what's, what are some of the, and we, we happen to be, I was thinking about core values when we were talking about this, but which I kind of think could also help with a why, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we sat down and wrote a list and then we said, okay, what are these words? Are any of these alike or so close alike that you could combine them? And so that you have right. this one word that covers both of those things and broke it down like that. And we came down with our top five. Yeah. And it was, and I think that process was what kill, combine and keep, right? That, yep. That that sounds you might right. look through that 25 and you're like, that was good, but that's not the core. Right. right. It feels like that's on the edge. Kill right. it. Scratch it off. Erase right. it, remove it, right? Right. Look for the common thread, combine. Yep. You know, like, oh, number two, eight, 14, and 23. Are all They're kind similar. of basically the same thing, just in different ways. So how right. can I, you know, let's combine that into a little Which more. Which one of these words do we yeah. like the best? That's... And then you see one, you're like, oh, I want to keep that. Right. You know, if you can, if you can winnow that list of 25 down to, say, what, 10? I think, yeah. 10 or less. Like 5 to 10. Yeah. If you can get somewhere in that 5 to 10 range, then take it to a trusted friend. Yeah. To your spouse, to a business partner, to, you know, a good, you know, a mentor, a coach, something like that. And right. say, what, what do you see in right. me? What do you see in this business? What, you know, what, what communicates to you? Right. That if you and heard the, this, you'd be like, oh, wow, that's. One of the blessings I had was the fact that although there was more than just me in that room having yeah. that conversation. So that I was able to tease it out pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. But what we didn't know is even though we had started the business and I hadn't come up with all these details it was running in the background for all of us. Yes. So it was, what I didn't know was that all these core values, all our why, and all these things were running in the background and we just hadn't put words on it. Exactly. Once once we put words on it, that made a world of difference because then we had a reference point. It wasn't just one of those things that was out in space that we kind of knew. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, exactly. If you're working it with a team, you'll, you'll feel those and I'm not Shared saying that you through. should yeah. start a business and then do it the way I did it, because I think it would have been sometimes easier to potentially bring on people knowing what I, you know, knowing that these were our values, right. if that makes sense. Right. Right. Instead of just... Because then those values things. help you evaluate the people you're bringing on the team. Right. right. Yes. So, which is all the more important why I think why we're stressing on the idea that, hey, bring up with your why, come up with your core values. These right. are things that are huge to help you move forward. Right. Right. All right. So we want to encourage you to discover your why. Yes. Throw some things on paper. Yep. Run it past people. Yep. Really try and just dig deep of, of, but why? Right. You know, and, and if you get something out there and you can ask that question one more time, but why do I do that? Mm-hmm. And you know, there's another layer. Well, then go to that next layer. Right. And Make when sure you hit something it. that you're like, there is no more why behind this, mm-hmm. you, you've hit that core level. And so. Right. You know, throw some things on paper, ask people around you. 
And I would say it's okay if you don't get it wrong right the first time. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I, I, I feel like this is somewhat of a work in progress. Just kind of like well, business. Like, yeah, you're not going to know everything out of the gate. Exactly. You know, I didn't know everything out of the gate. I mean, how many books, podcasts, radio shows, yeah. you know, everything I mean, is out there saying you have to have a mission and right. vision and values for your business. Which is crazy because I went to, I mean, I remember a class talking about this very thing and I still mm -hmm. started a business and didn't start it with it. Right. <laughs> right. So the moral of the story is you need to get this. Right. You don't have to get it. You don't have to have it on day one. Right. That it may take a little time to develop and fully, because this is hard work. It is. Of looking inside of what is my why at the bottom, you know, why Why do I want to make a million dollars this year? Right. Why? Right. Well, is it so I can pad my, you know, pad my pocket? Is it so I can buy the boat? Is it so I can, you know, benefit clean water? Right. In, in Africa. Right. You know, if that's your why behind... A million dollars? Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> you know, yeah. you know, right. that, you know, keep digging deep, right. keep digging deep. Why do you truly want what you want? Mm -hmm. And, so uh, true. and then let that empower your, your products, your services, how you select your team members, how you deal right. with customers and clients, that those things can really empower you to lead well, to serve others well, and totally. grow your business well. That's perfect, Jason. I'm glad. Thank you for the recap. I, I enjoyed this today. I needed this today, apparently. <laughs> well, now I got to go do some hard work. <laughs> I think I have a why, at least in each each of my realms that I work in. But, mm -hmm. you know, I still feel like there's one more layer of why. Yeah. Why do I do all of these things combined? Maybe and I you think should that just could... write it down and then <gasps> run with it. Should I do 25 and 25 when we get done with this? Maybe. <laughs> I might be. I might be doing that. Awesome. I love it. Well, thanks for... Yeah. Digging deep on this. Thank you. And uh, you guys give us a like, subscribe, comment, send us an email. Yeah. Um, we'd love to hear. Think. You know, on, honestly, I'd love to hear some people's whys. Oh, that'd be great. You know, that would be cool. And so if you would like to shoot us a comment or something like that and let us know, why you know, do here's you why do. I do what I do. That'd uh, be awesome. That'd be really cool. Because that just really hits to the core of why wow. we're doing this podcast. Yes. Thank you. Yep. So you guys have a great day. Yep. And uh, we'll catch you next week. Sounds good. Next time. Later. Okay.